Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. That's what NetSuite by Oracle is set out to solve. Because most companies don't have a clear picture of their finances. And that's why many businesses fail. The question for any business owner out there is, are you confident that you've got the right numbers at your fingertips? Now, I've never run a business, but, you know, we work on kind of a small business here. And we all make sure Dan has all the information he needs. It's huge. Now, serious entrepreneurs and finance teams run on NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite offers a full picture of all your finances all in one place in real time, right from your phone or your desktop. Schedule your free demo right now and receive their free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits, at netsuite.com slash Patrick. Set up your free demo and get your free guide today at netsuite.com slash Patrick. Again, that's netsuite.com slash Patrick. You've got to have all the information right in front of you. Go to netsuite.com slash Patrick. By the time you finish this ad, 1,157 people will have planned their travel on Skyscanner. Skyscanner is here to make travel simple while finding you the best deals. From flights and hotels to car rentals, we bring everything together in one place so you can plan the perfect trip from D.C. and beyond. Discover why over 100 million travelers trust us every month. Search Skyscanner or download the Skyscanner app today. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hun.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hun.com for details. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Mansion. You have three daughters? I, 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 how do I know? This is Dan Patrick. Made it to a Friday. It's a Traeger meet Friday at that. The gang is here, ready to go, and a lot to talk about. You can be part of the program a variety of ways. If you email, Mario will actually get the emails now because I've called him out publicly. I think we got email yesterday. We've gotten email. We just didn't get email delivered it was a backlog of two years, I think, for Mario and two-a-days. But if you do email, Mario says that he will print those out, the good ones. Probably not the way to start the show. Let me start that again. And <laughs> hey, we made it to a Friday, a Traeger meet Friday at that, and the gang's here ready to go. A football Friday, a lot to talk about. If you'd like to email, you can. We have wonderful people who work on getting those emails, Mario and two-a-days, and they'd be more than happy to uh, print out your email and put it in front of me if it's relevant. Uh, you can also dial us up if you'd like, 877-3DP-SHOW. Mario answers the phones on that. Um, Mario's also handling the calendars as well. So he's a very busy guy, and he's a little bit of man candy here as well. When he gets his cameos on TV, he and two days, and uh, we, of course, embrace them as part of the family here on the Dan Patrick Show. We'll have a poll question, play of the day, stat of the day coming up. Man, the SEC is, it's like um, if you were doing reality TV and you wanted to have characters in there, you would hire Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin. They may not have great football teams. I mean, they could. They're very bright, offensive-minded coaches. And But you put them in the SEC, and now Old Miss and Mississippi State, you know, they become a little bit more relevant. Now 
you're going to have the media seeking out Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach because they're colorful characters. And we were wondering, what's a better job, Ole Miss or Mississippi State? Now, maybe it's a tie in the quality of the product you put out there, but if I can go to Oxford, Mississippi, I would certainly like to go. I wouldn't say out of my way to Oxford, but I would certainly love to go to Oxford, Mississippi on a Saturday afternoon. McLovin's probably not in the same boat with uh, you know everybody on this topic, are you? No, I mean, it's Ole Miss by a mile. Okay. I mean, Eli Manning went there. Uh, you know, big stars have gone there. I know they haven't won a lot, but... Wait, who are the big stars who've gone there? What's the... Uh, was Kim Dietje there? Uh, well. Eli, at least they had Eli. I know Dak went to Mississippi State, but... Yeah. Mississippi, I, I can't... I just think Ole Miss is such a... Should be a powerhouse. I don't understand why they're not. Okay. Yes, Paul. I'm going to disagree with McLovin. They, Oxford's beautiful. Starkville gets, catches a rough... Uh, rough gets a rough rap. But I think the football has been better in Starkville the past generation than it has been in Oxford. They had Eli Manning, and they barely really got anywhere. Remember the Dak Prescott days, and they've had some other good quarterbacks. You know, Ole Miss had the Bo Wallace, Laquan Treadwell days. So they, they've had blips, but I think a little bit better Mississippi State. Well, we were wondering, you know, how, how good a job is it? I said, you just want to be in the SEC. Now, I, I, I don't want to be coaching Vanderbilt. You know, Vanderbilt shouldn't be in the SEC. And no offense, but I'm sure offense taken, but, you know, Vandy should be, I don't know, an, another conference where it feels like that they can compete. You know, they're like Stanford in the Pac-12, but Stanford has more success. You know, Vandy's just not very good and not getting much better anytime soon. But it feels like if you're – and, look, Nashville would be a great place to go to school and, and Vandy a, a great place to get an education from. But when you're playing with the big boys here, uh, you know, the SEC is tough. They should trade Vandy for Clemson. The SEC should oh. – could you do that? Could you throw in Kentucky? Kentucky and, and you need them for a basketball season, though. Oh, so Kentucky. I'm going to give you Vandy and Kentucky? To the ACC, and then Kentucky goes ACC, mm. which is better basketball, and we get Clemson in the SEC. Yeah, but Clemson, you want to play in the ACC because you're guaranteed 10, 11, 12 wins. <laughs> And Kentucky playing in the SEC. You know, I wouldn't want to go to the ACC. I don't need to test myself until I get to the tournament there. But if we traded Vandy, who else could I throw in there, though? Because if you're the ACC, okay, you get Vandy. I got to get something else here. Yeah, McLovin. Can you split up basketball and football, get Kentucky basketball into the ACC? <laughs> like Notre Dame? Like Notre Dame basketball? Yeah, exactly. Well, Notre Dame basketball is in... In the ACC, right? Yeah. They're, they're not in, uh, in, in the football program, right. of course. That makes independent. sense. Yeah. Yes, Paul. And you got to throw Missouri back into either the Big 12 or the Big 10 because they have no business in the SEC. And where do you throw Rutgers? Oh, jeez. Away. Yeah. Just completely away. Defunct. How about A&M? <laughs> Let's get A&M back into the Big 12. Is that worth um, I, I don't know. They would probably tell you they have data that says because we're now affiliated with the SEC and it you know raised our status or whatever. We get more money. I don't, I don't know. But I, I do make that mistake, certainly with Missouri, where I, you know, I grew up with Missouri in the, the Big Eight and then, you know, then the Big 12. And then all of a sudden you're going, that's right. They're not there in the SEC. But. You know, we'll eventually get around to maybe just five conferences and you have relegation there. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, we got ten teams and that's it. And uh, Rutgers, sorry, you're going to be playing in uh, – where can we send Rutgers? 
I don't even know what conference you could put them in right like a now. D two, maybe like a D. No, I can't demote them that far. I don't know. They could. They could have a nice. They could go seven and seven in one double A. <laughs> Haven't they devoted themselves? Yes, that they far? have. Yes, but I can't do that. But they they've done a great job of that. All right, uh, you can watch on Audience Channel two thirty nine Direct TV and BR Live. Also, we say good morning to our great radio affiliates around the world, numbering three hundred and sixty two. And this program brought to you by, in large part, to Legal Zoo. Get out there, do something. New Year's resolution. If it's a new business you want to start, you need help, or a will or living trust, LegalZoom.com, promo code Patrick, LegalZoom, where life meets legal. If you need an LLC, it's a great place to go. No. LegalZoom's got everything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Start a new business. This is the year to do it. Yes. Yes, it is for us. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, McLovin. Can I share a theory that's going to make a lot of fans out there mad? Yeah. Like a lot. Please do. I feel like the if you have two major state schools, the one that has state after it will always be slightly less prestigious. Michigan, Michigan State. Florida, Florida State. Ole Miss, Mississippi State. University of Texas, Texas A&M. I feel like the Washington, one, Washington State. Yeah, I feel like adding the state gives you a little bit, just a tiny bit less clout. Yes, Paul. That's a tough one, though, because if you look over the past 30 years, Florida State may have outplayed Florida football-wise by a blip. Maybe? It's close. Florida State and Florida, that one is a little bit different than the other ones, McLovin. Yes, Todd? Yeah, we were talking about a couple of exceptions, uh, like Ohio State and Penn State aren't exactly embarrassed. Oh, Ohio Bobcats football is a juggernaut. I loved Ohio U football this year. I watched them against Nevada. Now they can't beat Ohio State. LSU, obviously, is the, the team there. Louisiana State University compared to University of Louisiana. The Raging Cajun. Yeah. Yeah, we get that. Penn is not really competing. As Seton just pointed out to me, he's like, Penn and Penn State is not a good example. No, that's not, that's not fair. <laughs> uh, just got a tweet. Man, I was so excited for Meet Friday. Now we get some Vandy bashing. What's next? Going after Dan's Titans? I, I, you know, I, I, I just said Vandy's not a competitive football program, and maybe if you put them in another conference, then they might be competitive. And they got... They have some advantages and some disadvantages. They're good in basketball occasionally. This is awesome. I know. What are we doing? <laughs> we should be in a good mood. It's a meet Friday. People get very territorial about their school, even if they're not that good. People will, if you make fun of a school that's not that good, people will still defend it. it it's you can make fun of your school, but but that but I can't, I can't allow you to make fun of my. You school. couldn't have got in there. That's yeah. the that is true. That is true. Uh, speaking to somebody who could have gotten in there, yes, McClellan. I just say, by the way, uh, if you're looking at Illinois, you definitely don't want a Southern in front of it. Wait. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> the best school in the state. All right. What kind of poll question do you have for me? McLevin, that's your. Okay. Uh, another question about that Ole Miss specific. Who would you rather have as a coach, Lane Kiffin or Mike Leach, if you're a college football fan? That's juicy. That, I mean, there's no way to not make people mad with that answer, too. Man, I don't. Mike Leach wins. I and he's great in press conferences. A lot of potential with Lane. Yeah, but I think we might say that about Lane when it's all said and done for him. There was a lot of potential there. I think the expectation level was so high when he went to the Raiders that he's never lived up to the potential of what. He was supposed to be. He just never should have been in that position in the first place. I would go Mike Leach. 
I think Mike Leach is – I think college football will look back on Mike Leach as one of the brightest football – offensive football minds in the, in the history of the sport. I, I do think that much of his – when he was at Texas Tech, what he was doing, you know, that's what everybody's doing in the NFL now. And he was doing that, what, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Yeah, McLovin. Uh, do you have a sense Lane Kiffin might be restless too, like that he might want to always be looking at the next program? Like he's kind of gone up. Wait, wait, he just got there. I know, but remember, you know, he was, what, at Tennessee for a year. I feel like he's got that restless tag a little bit. Yeah, but he's got to be good. If he's going to be restless, then you got to be successful. If not, then the school gets restless, and then they get rid of you. But the SEC is back on the big stage. Now, so, that, that, I mean, it might not be the biggest stage. It might be the side stage to the big stage in the SEC, but he's back. And I don't – I would hope that he's not restless. Well, you'd think, though, if he won, when like, 11-1 at Ole Miss, he might think about Texas, Florida. You know, that's just reality. He might jump up. Yeah, I don't know. Like, if, if I'm a high, I would want to see a larger sample size with Lane Kiffin. Not just, hey, you won one year, and then we're going to say, oh, gosh, we should get Lane Kiffin. If I got a two or three, I, I need three years there where he shows us that he's established something there. Then then I would, you know, look at investing in Lane. But, you know, they're fun. You, you're If you could do a reality show on Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss – or Mike Leach at Mississippi State, or both. That would be fun. That'd be fun. Yes, yeah, if I got to go one or the other, I'm going Lane Kiffin all day. Hmm. On the field, off the field, whole package. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, did we come up with a poll? I, we also have. A, we were throwing out underdog most likely to win this weekend in the NFL. Uh, but I think you'd have to say, if you're going to do that poll, the Vikings, Ravens, and Texans are all a touchdown or more underdogs. Then the Seahawks are pretty close, 4.5. So I, I think you'd do that poll without the Seahawks. I don't want to do the NFL yet because okay. I'm going to come back. I'm going to talk about the Giants press conference yesterday, which was really interesting. Uh, Josh McDaniels is, I think, getting on the Haslam's plane. Uh, I think he got on there at 8 a.m. So I'm guessing that he's uh, – close to being in Cleveland for his interview today, the uh, Patriots offensive coordinator. A very snarky response by Paulie. How should Josh McDaniels get back from Cleveland if he turns down the Browns the same way he got there on the Browns playing or on his own? I think it's a fair question. You know, I'm not paying you. Oh, and I'm not turning it down while I'm there. He's going there. So he's going there to accept the job? Because if he, if he doesn't accept the job, it's like asking for your parking to be validated after you turn me down. I mean, no, 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 no. You say, you know what, let me go back and talk to my family about this, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll let you know by the end of the day. I, I disagree. I think Josh McDaniels has already agreed to take the job, and he's going there to accept it. Because after the fiasco last year in Indianapolis, unless the Browns are really dumb. They um, are. Yeah. I wouldn't fly that guy out unless he's flying in to take the job and sign the deal. I'd be like, okay, because what other options does he have besides going back home? He doesn't have enough. He doesn't have the Giants waiting tomorrow. But it depends on what's happening with Belichick. If Josh McDaniels has been told that he is in line to assume the throne, is that I would rather wait for the Patriots than take the Browns. Yeah, that that rarely works out for coaches, though. That's the old Will Muschamp Texas thing. 
Yeah, but I still look at ownership there. The infrastructure with the Patriots is is a whole lot stronger than the Browns. And that's why, I don't know, it just feels like Josh McDaniels going into a situation where in two years he'll be back with the Patriots. Yes, he But as an offensive coordinator, and you're like, okay, the ownership stinks, but you got a lot of fun toys to play with. That's got to be appealing. Considering what toys you didn't have in New England. Correct. You're going to give me Baker and Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry and a solid running game. Like, all right, we can have some fun here. Yeah, McLovin. Did they love Baker Mayfield, the Pats, before the draft? You told us that. Yeah. So maybe there's a Baker Mayfield. I don't know if that was ever, you know, any validity. Well, the Patriots wouldn't ignore. It's not like. Belichick would say, yeah, that's true. We really loved Baker. Like, well, remember he had that Manziel infatuation, yes, too, he, and a Tebow? Like, he, yeah. he wanted a mobile quarterback. It's the, by the way, the fact that he wanted to bring in Manziel, if that's true. I don't know if that's true or not either. It all, I don't know. It's sort of like you attach a juicy rumor to the Patriots or the Cowboys, then you get clicks. But I, I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. Oh, the heir apparent to Tom Brady, it's Johnny Manziel or Baker Mayfield. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they were interested in Baker Mayfield, but I don't know how Belichick feels about the size, the height of his quarterbacks. Yeah. But he, he is on the cutting edge of what is new, what's different, and, and being out in front of it. Uh, yes, Todd? What are they serving on the plane to Josh McDaniels, and can that determine to him mm. how serious they are? Mm. Is he getting the little bag of pretzels? Are they bringing him out a shrimp cocktail? Like, what's going well, what on? What do you want at 8 in the morning? Or is he getting a nice omelet, or are they just giving him, like, a little snack? You know, I don't know how long the flight is, but can that give him an idea as to how serious they are about hiring? Eggs Benedict. Yeah. Maybe that. Oh, no. Avocado toast. <laughs> is Cleveland known for any type of cuisine or food? Most towns have something. Is Queen, you know, like Minnesota, remember the Juicy Lucy hamburger? Everyone's got something. What does Cleveland have? You're, you're, you're a local guy. Well, not Cleveland. Welcome to Mashed Potato City. Hi, we got the best mashed potatoes. I mean, I'm, I, you know, I'm from Cincinnati, which is a little, you know, higher status. Cincinnati's known when for it comes food. the hot dogs and the chili. Yeah, Gold Star, Skyline, White Castle. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what Cleveland's known for, except for warm, friendly people. I, at least I know one, and that's my sister who lives there. She's very warm, very sweet person. Are you Googling what is Cleveland known for? Yeah, I'm all over this story. Okay. All right, let me take a break here. Uh, We got off the rails yesterday to start the show, and I think we we did it again. Although it worked out well yesterday. We had a lot of fun. We got a lot of fun. A lot of fun yesterday. All right, 18 after the hour, just getting started on this Traeger Meat Friday. Back after this. Everybody's got a to-do list. I get one from my wife. Drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk, figure out something to get out of the house so I can relax. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. The good thing, you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Do you like extra money in your pocket? Do you like not having to drive somewhere to pick something up? This is the way to do it. It just may be the most rewarding thing on your to-do list today. That's Geico.com. By the time you finish this ad, 1,157 people will have planned their travel on Skyscanner. Skyscanner is here to make travel simple while finding you the best deals. From flights and hotels to car rentals, we bring everything together in one place so you can plan the perfect trip from D.C. and beyond. Discover why over 100 million travelers trust us every month. Search Skyscanner or download the Skyscanner app today. (laughs) 
Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. All righty. Well, we've upset Nashville by suggesting the SEC trades Vanderbilt to the ACC. Maybe just Bandy fans, not Nashville fans, because my Titans are going to win this weekend against the Ravens. Right, McLovin? We have our bet? Well, wait, so it's the money line, though. It's not the spread, because I think the Titans could cover, but it seems unlikely. That All right, I'll, I'll take it straight up. But uh, I'm the only one that has to wear a dress up, because you really shouldn't be dressing up for Monday's show. That's not good optics. But what do I have to wear? I always worry, though. That, that's why I never get dressed up on Halloween. Yeah. Because I just worry that the first time I wear a Halloween costume on this show, there'll be a bad story that breaks, and then I'm there in a little Bo Peep outfit, and uh, I, and you guys could be my sheep, and it, it wouldn't be good. And then you got to get out of that. Not good. Not good. All righty. Uh, we'll come up with a poll question here. And did you find out what Cleveland's known for food-wise? Yeah, it looks pretty good. Uh, according to a couple different sources, uh, at the ballpark, there's ballpark mustard called Burtman's. It's old school, okay. and it's used big at the ballpark. Now, according to uh, our sources, it's a big <laughs> Polish community, and, of course, there's foods like kielbasa and so forth. Right. But there's a, a sandwich that's specific to their town, and it's called a Polish boy. It's a marriage of kielbasa, like a big kielbasa on a roll, uh, coleslaw, French fries, and barbecue sauce. All on the sandwich. Yeah, a Polish boy. So it's a grilled kielbasa, yeah. coleslaw, French fries, barbecue sauce, and I like the sound of it. Yeah, you lose me with coleslaw. Oh, you got to be kidding. You put coleslaw on a bratwurst with mustard on top? No, I'd put sauerkraut on there. That too. But this is their claim to fame. That's not better than Skyline or Gold Star Chili. And then you got Montgomery and Ribs there in Cincinnati. I've been to Montgomery. I've been to Montgomery in twice. And I'll co-sign. Yeah, it's good. It's seat, do you think the Gold Star Skyline Chili is overrated? Is that what you're saying? The the watered down chili that you put on. I don't know <laughs> if I'm really hanging my hat on that. No offense, Cincinnati, but uh, I'm from Cincinnati, and I get you know when people say, "Oh, you know," it seems like it's watered down chili you put on your uh, spaghetti. Yeah, I went to a Chiefs game once and was really excited to have the chili, and I was like, "Wow, that's." Okay. Maybe maybe I built it up too much in my head, mm. but I was like, hmm. I think it's when you have food that that determines if it's really good. Because I, I never had White Castles before 11 p.m. at night. No, there's no reason to. And they were always great at 11 p.m. And, you know, Skyline Chili or Gold Star, after a long night, and maybe that's your lunch, that usually comes in handy there. Yes, Paul. The other problem is overhyped food, and then when you get there, it doesn't live up to the hype. You hear for years, Skyline Chili and Gold Star Chili or whatever, or, you know, Pat's, uh, um, Pat's and Gito's. Gino's. And don't They've never not lived up to the hype, though. Right. I was about to say, we have the best. Because food. you're defensive about. No, no, no. Okay. It's fact. Philadelphia like steaks are unbeatable. Certain pizza places in Chicago, you got to go, and then you get there like, eh, it's, it's okay. Overhype ruins the experience sometimes. I will say the pizza, though, in New Haven does live up to the hype. Yeah, it's wood-fired ovens. Yeah, it, they, Coal fired it, ovens. It, does, it does live up to the hype. I, I will say that. But they also talk about New York pizza, 
the water in New York helps make that pizza even better. At least so I've been told. And the water helps the bagels, too. That's, that's true. That's, the, that's probably the bigger one. That uh, That's why New York bagels are the best bagels you can buy. We're not going to get into In-N-Out Burger, though. Right? We, we, oh, we no, see, no. You're not going to go down that well, road. Well, if we're talking about great food, we shouldn't. Oh. <laughs> Set up. <laughs> Put it on a tee and hit it out of the park. All righty. Uh, we'll come up with a poll question. Phone calls are always welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. I saw this headline. I don't know why Giants Joe Judge, he's the new head coach, won't emulate Patriots Bill Belichick or Alabama's Nick Saban. Isn't that why you were hiring him? Because he coached under Nick Saban and Bill Belichick, but Joe Judge says that he's going to be different. Okay. I I want Joe Judge to be like him. It, it, this is why we hired you. You worked with Bill Belichick and Nick Saban, and we hope you're bringing that same style intellect to uh, the New York Giants. Uh, here is... Um, Joe Judge, the new head coach of the Giants, and how this team will reflect the area. I want this team to reflect this area. I want the people that pay their hard-earned money in the neighborhoods of New York, North Jersey, South Jersey, to come to our games and know that the players on the field play with the same attitude they wake up with every morning. That is blue-collar. It's hard work. It's in your face. We're not going to back down from anybody. We're going to come to work every day and grind it out the way they do in their jobs every day. And they can invest their money in our program knowing it's worthwhile. They put a Giants uniform on, they put a Giants hat or jersey on, that it's not representing just the 53 on the field, but it's representing their neighborhoods, their communities, and their families with the values they have instilled in their children. Is there a handbook that you just look through and you say, all right, what do I say in my introductory press conference there? Because he pretty much had it all. What community isn't blue-collar, hardworking? Because if, if they are, if there's someone in our country that isn't. There's some coaches higher saying, you know, we got a bunch of lazy people who live around here, and they're probably not going to spend their money. Here's Joe. Yes, and they yes. back down from people. Yeah. They're not tough. Oh, good. I was expecting you to back down, actually, from teams. But if I'm glad to hear you're not. If everyone's tough. Someone's got to be not tough. Here's uh, Coach Judge talking about um, not trying to emulate Nick Saban and Bill Belichick. The only advice I really you know, saw for him as far as this opportunity, you know, he told me just be yourself. And that's all I know how to be. I'm not trying to emulate anyone I've ever worked for. I'm trying to take what I've learned from them and what matches it with my belief structure and do it in my own personality. I know, but the biggest reason why you got hired is you work with the Patriots and you've been there and you work with Nick Saban. You've been there. You've been part of championship teams in college in the NFL. I, I would say I hope that I can emulate them. I hope I'm at least half of who they are as a co- whatever you want to say. But I would I would certainly use that as my calling card. Hey, I'm I'm here and I, I'm bringing in that same kind of success that we had at Alabama and we had in New England. Yes, Steve. Because the 37 headlines right now saying I'm not going to emulate two of the greatest football coaches of all time just is such a bad look. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, nah, I don't want to be like those guys no, no, at all. No, no. no. Well, why? That's why we hired you. Are you kidding me? I want to distance myself from them. That's exactly why we brought you in, to be just like them. Uh, Dave Gettleman, the always entertaining GM of the Giants, he uh, is still trying to validate you know, the Saquon Barkley draft pick, or at least taking him that high. And uh, here is the GM talking about the uh, the rushing teams, the running games in the playoffs. 
People say it's a passing rate. I get that. But, you know, that graphic on Sunday afternoon should not have been lost on everybody. Top four passing teams were not in the playoffs. The top four rushing teams were in the playoffs. Uh, don't call me, but most of the teams were in the top, I think, 12 in terms of rushing. So, again, it's a physical violent game. If you don't build your team to do that late in the year when the weather's lousy and it's, it's mush out there, then tough if that team is going to win. Okay, wait, Dave. We're going to quote you because <laughs> you're, you're at a press conference. Okay. Do, do, do you understand where this camera's clicking and guys writing down what you're saying? Uh, but but don't quote me on Your this. Honor, don't hold me to this, but I killed that guy. Just between us. Don't quote me, Your Honor, but I, I'm guilty of that armed robbery. <sighs> now, he's, he's trying to justify the Saquon Bar- Barkley draft pick. And, and look, I was all in because I thought the Giants needed that piece to go back and maybe win a Super Bowl. He's just not, you know, can you build around Saquon Barkley? And the answer is no, not in today's NFL. You do need to have a passing game. A lot of times, you know, here's one of the crazier stats that you'll hear, you'll see in here. Boy, when they run the ball 20 times or more, they're 8-1. and one. So if I give my running back the ball 20 times, 20 consecutive times, even if it doesn't work out, am I winning? Like that, it's such a stupid stat. That's why, or they'll go, um, you know, the Red Sox in game sevens through their history are, you know, nine and seven. Okay, those are different players against different teams. They're not all the same players who played in these series. And 1952, uh, I mean, it's silly, some of these stats. And the running stats, you know, when, when they throw the ball 30 times or more, they're eight and oh. All right, then throw it 30 consecutive times and tell me how, you, how you're going to do. I do think in today's NFL, you need to have a quality quarterback. I think a good running game can, can mask the issues that you have with your quarterback. I think the Vikings, probably when Dalvin Cook is great, it might you know take away some of the pressure that's on Kirk Cousins. I think Derrick Henry has taken away some of the pressure on Ryan Tannehill. Um, but but I, I you can you can elevate your quarterback by your running game. But eventually everybody has to pass. Like you, you you have to be able to be a dual threat. You know Kansas City's tried to establish the run. Uh, Seattle, as much as Russell Wilson is wonderful, they've been a running game running team. You know that's what Pete Carroll's been doing. You know defense and running. Yes, McLovin. A lot of fans think they run too much. Like they should let Russell I, unleash on time. I'm right there with those people because I, I still think that they need to. You know, whenever you see the headline, boy, Seattle, another close game. Yeah, there's a reason why they're always in a close game because it doesn't feel like they allow Russell Wilson to build up a lead. Hey, they're up by 14. I'd be shocked when I see something like that with Seattle. It's always it's a crooked score. It feels like going into the fourth quarter with the with Seattle, but Kansas City, you throw the ball. I still maintain if you can run the football and play defense in the in the playoffs, it's a decided advantage for these teams. Can you grind it out? You now, Kansas City sometimes scored too too early in Mahomes' first year as the starting quarterback, and the defense paid the price. 
you got to be able to control the football. Now, that might be just passing, short passes, but that's, that's the style that I would want. Can I control the clock when I need to? Can I get a, a big run when I need to? Because you look at Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Are they a passing team or a running team? Lamar Jackson led the league in touchdown passes, but we look at them as a running team. And sustained drives, who was number one in time of possession this year? The Ravens were. If I can keep my defense off the field and I keep putting pressure on you offensively, you're going to win. Yeah, McLovin. Do you think it's fair to say having a running quarterback is also as important as ever? Like, especially in the playoffs where the quarterbacks aren't worried about getting hurt. Like, Russell's going to kill you. I just Colin's going to kill you, and Lamar's going to kill you. I just want you extending plays. But in the playoffs, they run for those first downs, though. Russell will get – he ran for, like, a bunch of first downs. Yeah, but Car- Carson Wentz suffered a concussion because he didn't give himself up. But the four games – First quarter. The only reason they were in that playoffs is because Carson had put his body on the line the four weeks before and been running like crazy. But but I don't want – you've got to make calculated gambles at that position. This is my knock on Deshaun Watson and Carson Wentz. You've got to be smarter when you're in the open field. And, if, you know, getting one more extra yard, you, you, I need you to live to see another series, another down. I, I don't need you to be heroic here. But in the playoffs, no. don't you watch a quarterback to really lay it out? The fourth quarter, that's what Russell does. Of the Super Bowl, I, I have to have you in there. Carson Wentz, as great as he was the last month of the season, put his put the team in jeopardy because he didn't give himself up. And it cost them. Now, I think Seattle was the better team, but still, you want Carson Wentz in there. And you got to give yourself up. That's that's the biggest knock I have on the younger quarterbacks. Yes, he Listening to Joe Judge talk, though, it doesn't sound like there's a whole lot of like, hey, be smart and give yourself up. No, Let's no, no. play for the next day. He sounds like, uh, yeah, man, go for that extra yard because that's what we do. We're a team. We're tough. We're supposed to do it. And then you just get back up and keep playing anyway. I don't care if you're hurt. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, Daniel Jones looks like a tough hedge fund manager. That's what he looks like. You know, he's not. he doesn't look like, you know, Steve McNair, tough guy. He can run, though. That's like that's the best thing he's got. <laughs> Daniel Jones is but, but it's the same thing with Josh Allen. You know, they were like, oh, boy, he doesn't start to play until he gets hit. I, I don't want that philosophy for my quarterback. But playoffs is different. No. Aren't you gonna, if you're a coach, okay. you say, all right, let it go. But let you it, say let it playoffs, plural. I'm assuming that means games. Right, like Deshaun said, I'm not going down in the, in the wild card weekend. He's like, I, you can hit me all you want. I'm going to put it all out there this game. And it, okay. it got out of that game. But that hit happened in, as he's back to pass. He, he wasn't running. I mean, he got sandwiched there. And then he took off and then he scored the touchdown. Uh, I understand in that situation the competitor in you. But Carson Wentz against the Rams. You're going to go head-on into two defensive players. Is it a fluke? Maybe. But now it's not a fluke because he got hurt there, and then he got hit by Jadavion Clowney because he didn't give himself up. That's my concern about Carson Wentz. Not talent-wise. It's just making calculated you know, risks, taking those risks, when you do and when you don't. And I always go back to Russell Wilson, who has not missed a game in his career. I think he's smart when he takes his, his chances there. Yeah, Paul. We have a stat from a couple of years ago I just found. 65% of Russell Wilson's rushing rushing yardage comes in the fourth quarter. Yeah. He waits for the fourth quarter to run and extend plays. Uh, 
Yeah, but it feels like Dave Gettleman's trying to validate Saquon Barkley. Like he wants to say, I told you so. They're just, they're not ready to win right now. And I think if you have that ingredient, if you're going to use a draft pick, though, although these high draft picks have, they've proven to be successful. Well, successful, they get a lot of yards, but their teams aren't winning. Except for that one year with Gurley. Gurley, has Leonard Fournette been a success? He's been a bit of a bust, I think. Okay. But, uh. Barkley's Christian been, McCaffrey. been great, but the team hasn't really taken the next step. But do I blame them? Because they, they were in position to get a top 10 pick because they weren't any good. Yeah. No, you're right. It's the things around McCaffrey. But you need a great quarterback to do well. That's the thing. It doesn't even matter if you have a great running back, right? Well, I would like to have a little bit of an offensive line, too. I mean, that might be asking too much here, but... If you said to the Giants, would you, if if you redrafted, would you take Quentin Nelson, the offensive lineman who might be going to the Hall of Fame, or Saquon Barkley? Now, in the moment, I said Saquon Barkley because I, I did think the Giants, they spent a lot of money on their defense that year, and I thought, you got weapons for Eli, so I don't have to have him win games, and I thought Saquon Barkley made, made uh, a, that was a wise decision on their part, but I didn't realize that they were going to crumble and fall apart and, uh, you know, that defense never showed up. But if it did, because I want to win now. I not I don't look at two years down the road, three years down the road. I want to win now. What do I have now? How do I win now? Because there are teams that are going to be building for the future, and they're going to be building for the future forever. I want to win now. And if I can take a chance on a, on a player – then I do that. Yeah, Paul. Dan, there's lots of stories around the 2017 NFL draft. Should the Jacksonville Jaguars take a quarterback because Blake Bortles had tailed off? They had the fourth pick they used on Leonard Fournette. They passed on Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, which, you know, who knows what they thought of those guys. But either way, people were saying they should take a quarterback then, and they stuck with Bortles. The one quarterback, see, I was sold on Deshaun Watson. I was fascinated by Patrick Mahomes, and there's a big difference. I, I, I loved watching Mahomes, but Deshaun Watson was a winner. He played on a big stage. I, I liked everything about him. I liked his personality, uh, you know, what his coach said about him. And Mahomes was just, he was just fascinating to watch. And then Mitchell Trubisky comes out of nowhere like Daniel Jones did. It's like we, we, we fall in love with the unknown. Like, the known was Deshaun Watson. Like, he's there. We see it. He's great. He wins. You know, this guy at Duke, he's really into This guy in North Carolina is really, and you're going, damn, he must be really good. They traded up, and they didn't even need to trade up to go get him. Yes, McLeod. I have, a, I have a, I think, a very good Chase Young, Joe Burrow question that I will save. It could be a poll question. We just got a tweet. Don't quote me on this, but. If the Giants run the ball the first 20 plays every game next year, we're going undefeated and winning the Super Bowl. All right. Thank you. Don't quote me on this. No, this is a press conference. You know that. That's what we do. We quote you on those things. All right. Play of the Day is coming up next. Dan Patrick Show. Hey, listeners. Just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the support this podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and of course, supporting. 
And now, back to the show. By the time you finish this ad, 1,157 people will have planned their travel on Skyscanner. Skyscanner is here to make travel simple while finding you the best deals. From flights and hotels to car rentals, we bring everything together in one place so you can plan the perfect trip from D.C. and beyond. Discover why over 100 million travelers trust us every month. Search Skyscanner or download the Skyscanner app today. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Oh, my God. The play of the day. It's your play of the day. That's uh, courtesy of the mothership. Little sweet dreams by the Eurythmics. Baylor knocks off the uh, Connecticut women for the uh, first loss of the season, but they also lost after winning 98 consecutive games at home. That dates back to 2013. The all-time record, uh, they were one short of tying the 99-game home winning streak. That ended in uh, 2012. So that's uh, courtesy of ESPN. Our play of the day is brought to you by LegalZoom. Use the promo code Patrick in the referral box at checkout. Special savings. LegalZoom.com. Promo code Patrick. LegalZoom, where life meets legal. Yes, McLovin? That question I teased, uh, can I throw it out there to you now? Well, give me the question again. I didn't give it to you yet. Okay. Okay. Here it is. If you're drafting... uh, say number one overall, and I can guarantee you that Chase Young will be a 12-time All-Pro and a Hall of Famer, or you can have Joe Burrow, who will be a three-time Pro Bowler and non-Hall of Famer. So you get a good quarterback or an all-time, like, J.J. Watt-type lineman. I'm going to take Chase Young. Yeah, I'll take Chase Young. Because in today's NFL – it's either the guy who is throwing the ball or the guy who's going after the guy who's throwing the ball. And if I got a guy who was going to be playing at a Hall of Fame level, then I like my chances against your guy who's a three-time Pro Bowler and non-Hall of Famer. Yes, Paul? I think McLovin's setting us up in America up with this question, saying Joe Burrow being a three-time Pro Bowler can get you a Super Bowl. You could be a 12-time All-Pro defensive end and have nothing to show for it. I think that's what he's trying to do. No, no. Actually, I was... I, I didn't have it I, because, like, Nick Bosa has sort of helped the Niners become elite this year. You know, he's been great. Yeah, I'd take Chase Young. Yes, Paul. Or uh, Todd. I don't know if this is an accurate comparison, but the names that pop into my mind would be, like, J.J. Watt versus Jim McMahon or something. Like, J.J. Watt, what, what have the Texans won? And he's considered in recent years one of the most dominant defensive player of the year and everything, and they haven't gotten really far in the playoffs. And Jim McMahon's got a Super Bowl. Yeah, but if I said you could have J.J. Watt or Vince Young, Vince Young went to two Pro Bowls, but nowhere near, you know, the success he had in college. I was thinking Andy Dalton has like three or four Pro Bowlers. That's the sort of level I was thinking okay. of, too. Yeah. Right, but so, close to Vince Young, too. But, yeah. you know, J.J. Watt's not going to be a 12-time All-Pro. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather have, I, 
I'd rather have uh, J.J. Watt than Andy Dalton. Will J.J. Watt's career be a little disappointing if they never get to that level? We don't hold them accountable. Like, when's the last time you said, like, like Reggie White, if he didn't win a Super Bowl with Green Bay, I don't think he would have said, yeah, but he didn't win a Super Bowl. You know, not at that position. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I got some email here, by the way. And I wanted to play this song. Um, I went to Cleveland for Thanksgiving. Had a wonderful time. Went to visit my sister. But when I landed, my son goes, Dad, you heard the Cleveland song. And I said, I've seen the video. I don't remember what it sounds like. And he punched it up on his phone and played the video. And this is what it sounds like. Fun times in Cleveland again. Little Cleveland. Come on down to Cleveland town, everyone. Under construction since 1868. See our river that catches on fire. It's so polluted that all our fish have AIDS. We see the sun almost three times a year. This guy has at least two DUIs. Flaps look like a Scooby-Doo ghost town. Don't slow down in East Cleveland or you'll die. Our economy based on LeBron James. Buy a house for the price of a VCR. Our main export is crippling depression. We're so f***ed that we think this is art. It could be worse, though at least we're not Detroit. <laughs> we're not Detroit. Uh, I'm an Ohio native. I can laugh about that, right? But isn't it cooler to not make fun of Cleveland? Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, come on. Funny is funny, you just laugh. Uh, I'm getting email that want to tell me how great Mario and Two-A-Days are. Figures, I get these guys to get up and get some email, and they're like, "Uh, make sure you mention this on the air, Mario and Two-A-Days are great. Uh, What year were these sent in? And how would they know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Signed, Mrs. Miranda. Yeah. Once again, this is great stuff here. Yeah. But Mario and Tua Days. Oh, there's only two email that are saying that Mario and Tua Days are doing great in the history of the show, by the way. All right. Coming up next hour, Mario. Kevin Durant in a Twitter beef with one of his former teammates. Fascinating. Have that for you coming up. One hour in the books, two more to go in this Traeger Meet Friday. Dan and the Dan and Stan Patrick Show. There are things that should not be. Copycat killers, they exist. Those who are compelled to turn bloody fiction into a real-life horror story. Who's inspired by the Joker. They do it because the acts give them power and control. The life is to kill. Life imitates art, and unfortunately, so does death. Reels and Podcast One, who brought you Murder Made Me Famous, comes the next great true crime podcast, Copycat Killers. Join host Dr. J. Buzz Von Ornsteiner as he analyzes true crimes based on Hollywood hits. New episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. By the time you finish this ad, 1,157 people will have planned their travel on Skyscanner. Skyscanner is here to make travel simple while finding you the best deals. From flights and hotels to car rentals, we bring everything together in one place so you can plan the perfect trip from D.C. and beyond. Discover why over 100 million travelers trust us every month. Search Skyscanner or download the Skyscanner app today. 
Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.